Welcome to JHE Ministries, where we take a hard line on Christianity. We get a lot of questions, and I want to share one of those with you today. The question is, why is Jesus called Son of Man? Well, in the Gospels, the term Son of Man is used numerous times. When Jesus spoke of himself and his mission, he often referred to himself as Son of Man. In the Gospels, he uses the term more than 80 times, and just in the book of Matthew, he uses it more than 30 times. It's also a term found in the Old Testament. The Son of Man was Jesus' favorite way of referring to himself, possibly because this was a recognized title already known by the people, and it was associated with popular ideas. This title means essentially the man. But as Jesus used it, it took on a new significance. The Son of God implies his deity, and Son of Man implies his humanity. He is both divine and he is human. Two natures, but one person. Jesus referred to himself most often not as the Son of God, but as the Son of Man. So what does the Son of Man mean? The term the Son of Man would have been known to many of Jesus' Jewish listeners, since it is found dozens of times in the Old Testament, especially in the books of Ezekiel and Daniel. In Daniel 7, the phrase seems to refer to an individual person, one like a son of man who is given everlasting dominion over the nations. Now, Jesus was conceived of the Holy Spirit. He was born of the Virgin Mary. This is the fully human side of Jesus. He was a son of man, a human being. So, son of man is an ordinary phrase for human being. He was born of man. Jesus is also the son of God because he has always existed as the eternally begotten one who comes forth from the Father forever. He always has and he always will. He is the second person of the Trinity with all the divine nature fully in him. Jesus is the Messiah, the son of David, and Jesus belonged to the family of David, the royal family. He was proclaimed as the Messiah of David's line, both before his birth and after his resurrection. For centuries, the Jewish people had expected a Messiah who would restore the fortunes of Israel, liberating the nation from foreign oppression and extending his rule over Gentile nations. But Jesus was slow to make messianic claims. The reason for this is that the ideas associated with the Messiah in the minds of the Jewish people were quite different from the character and the purpose of his ministry. And so Jesus refused to give them any encouragement. Son of man has the double meaning of human being and exalted heavenly one. And the Bible wanted to communicate both of these ideas. Jesus was quiet and very subtle in revealing his identity to those with eyes to see, but he wasn't open to revealing it so people would come and make him a king. It allowed him to suggest but avoid using the terms that others applied to him, like Messiah, the Christ, or the Son of God, which are correct names for Jesus. But yet he does not avoid using the term Son of Man. Now, Jesus applied this title to himself in three distinct ways. 
Jesus used the title in a general way as a substitute for the pronoun I. Jesus used the title to emphasize that the Son of Man must suffer, which was foretold by the prophets. And Jesus used the title of Son of Man to refer to himself as the one who exercised exceptional authority, which was delegated to him by God. Now, Jesus had to steer a very narrow course in disclosing his identity. He just didn't want to blurt it out saying, I'm the Messiah, I'm the King of the world. It was only when the time was right, which was when he was on trial and at the point where he knew he was going to be crucified, that he revealed fully that he was the Son of Man who would come with great power and glory. It was then he revealed that he truly was and is the Messiah. Now, the Son of Man has power. He has authority on earth to forgive sins, and he exercised this authority in a way that made some people criticize him for acting with the authority of God. The Son of Man spoke and acted as the representative man. If God had given man dominion over all the works of his hands, then Jesus, who was the Son of Man, was the special representative because it was a position to exercise that dominion. Son of Man brings together his identity as Messiah and the one who was to suffer for others, drawing from the Jewish traditions use of the term Son of Man. Now, Jesus understood his relationship to humanity as a suffering servant, as found in Isaiah and in the Gospels. Son of Man highlights the identity of Jesus as the one who has come to give up his own life so that others may have life. At Caesarea Philippi, Peter confessed Jesus to be the Messiah, but Jesus directed Peter and the other disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. And it wasn't until after Jesus' death and resurrection could he safely be proclaimed as the Messiah, God's anointed king, resurrected in the glory to occupy the throne of the universe. Jesus kept the subtlety of his secrecy, if you will, of him being the son of God, being the Messiah, because of the Jewish laws or that was the prophets before him, where Jesus had to exercise his miracles before the verbal proclamation of him being the Messiah. He had to do his miracles to show that he was the Son of God, before it was actually spoken, he was the Son of God. The Son of Man is a very exalted figure, who is not just a human figure, but an exalted figure. I hope that helps answer the question for many of you who had the question, the Son of Man. We certainly appreciate all your questions, and be sure to send us your questions. You can send them to jheministries at yahoo.com. And we always have someone who will answer them as soon as possible. So, again, thank you for your question. And until next time, keep living Christian strong.